Okay, hi everyone and welcome to Culture Bucket, uh, your podcast about all things to do with popular culture. Should it be called Pop Culture Bucket, Alex? Pop Culture Bucket. Meh. I don't no, think so. I don't think so either. But it would make the tagline Pop easier. Culture. Uh, I'm George and my co-host is Alex. Hello, hi George. Alex. Uh, with two friends who met whilst we were living in Japan, and now we live in different countries, yes. England and... Italy. Italy. Were you waiting for me, or did you forget what country I was living in? No, I was waiting oh, for you, sorry. so you can contribute. Uh, and so, so that we can keep in touch and catch up and share what we think about the world uh, through the things that we're mostly interested in, uh, we're going to be doing this little podcast, and if you'd like to listen to it, then... Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if you don't want to listen to it, it's fine. You can turn it off. But Doesn't just matter. don't turn it off. Uh, yeah, no, but if you don't like it, you should turn it off. I don't know. Sometimes it might get better. Okay, we'll stick with it for 25 yes. minutes. <laughs> you don't like it after 25 minutes, it's not for you. Which is totally, as I said, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Um... Uh, we're going to generally be sharing our top five lists of a certain uh, element of culture, be it something to do with music or TV or films. Those are the main ones, really. Books a little bit. Video games, not at all, no. really, because Alex doesn't like them. Well, I don't like them. I like watching people play, but um, Alex doesn't. very Alex doesn't bad at them, them because I get scared. Yeah, exactly. Even by Mario. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. What's he do? What's his job? Who nobody knows. He was a plumber, but now apparently he's not. Is he not a plumber he's anymore? Just Mario. No, the official description is that he's done many things over the years, including plumbing. But now, I guess he's just a free agent. Oh, so all that film was all wrong then. I mean, if that's, <laughs> that's, that's your template for no. Mario, is you, you've 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 already started off on the wrong foot. Why? Don't you think that's a masterpiece of a film? No. Wow. It's, no, it's not good. <laughs> this is Culture Catch-Up Time. This is where we talk about what we've watched, what we've read, what we've listened to, and probably some other stuff. Uh, we start each show by uh, just catching up about what we've sort of listened to or watched or in the last week, just to, just to kind of give ourselves a baseline, and then we'll do a top five and talk about that. Uh, but to start with, Alex, what have you been doing? What have you been up well, to? Well, since we're in a pandemic, uh, we're in 2020, I've been watching a lot of stuff, which um, I've never had time to watch. Um, but last night, I watched a film that um, I've been meaning to watch for ages, which is Isle of Dogs, by uh, directed by Wes Anderson. Can't believe it took me so long. Yeah. I can't believe it took you so long know. to watch that film because you love Wes Anderson. Maybe. I do love Wes Anderson, but this was a bit different and I wasn't sure 
<laughs> in what way is it different? Well, it's about dogs and I don't know, it just <laughs> it just looked different from other Wes Anderson films and I wasn't I wasn't convinced. Even Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, but that that I don't know. I just it took me a while and then last night that's fair. last okay. night no, I thought right. oh, I'll watch it and I thought it was incredible and he is crazy and um I loved it. I really like you know this that I if somebody is in Japan and is Japanese in a film should speak Japanese. You know that's my bit of my uh-huh. pet peeve if in a film they don't speak the language the, of the country they're in and I really like that I really appreciated that every Japanese character was speaking Japanese and even if you didn't understand uh, what they were talking about because you don't understand the language you could understand because yeah, it's not subtitled is it subtitled or a lot it... of bits are not subtitled so yeah. you kind of have to understand through body language or what's going to happen next. Some things are, um, they use an interpreter. So there's the little interpreter lady that does it. But um, yeah, yes. I, I thought it was really, really good. Uh, very different. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next one uh, that's going to come out, which was supposed to come out in October this year, I think. It was supposed to premiere at Cannes, yeah, I think. but... Which obviously that didn't happen. That's not going to so happen. I don't know. Yeah, but the the French Dispatch. Yeah, it looks very good and crazy. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? I've been watching. Well, okay. So in lockdown, I decided I wanted to watch something uh, that I could watch easily and could just put on whenever I fancied watching something. So after ten years of ignoring it, I started The Walking Dead. Ah, yes. Yeah. So I've been watching quite a lot of that. As you know, it's pretty good. It turns out I actually like it. I always thought that it was terrible, but um, but but no, it's it's uh, it's entertaining. So good job them. Very nice. I would say. I'm up to the fourth season of that. For anyone that's watched it. Oh my it's, goodness! Uh, how many seasons did they do? Uh, I think the most recent one is ten, but they're still they're still making it, and they're still making a, a spin-off series. So there's there's like. Oh my goodness! Out, hundreds I... of hours of stuff. I stopped at season one. <laughs> it's quite early on. <laughs> yes, after season one, I just stopped. Uh, so yeah, what I'm up to, that's they're living in a prison. Oh, that was the best part of the comic, the prison, nice. because With the governor. Was, yes, that was yeah. I thought when I when I read the comics, I thought that was uh, the best part because it was really tense, and yeah, it's good. Yeah, I want to read the comics. Um, uh, at some point mm. but the show is good I'm enjoying it uh, and I watched a bunch of films I watched in particular a film called The Bay which is an awesome movie it's a found footage horror movie weirdly directed by Barry Levinson who directed Rain Man in the mm. 80s um, but it's from like 2013 I think or somewhere around then uh, and it's about a small town in America somewhere that's on the coast and um, basically enough toxic stuff has been pumped into the water that parasites have started living in it and there's just one day where they all kind of uh, attack not attack but like people start getting sick from it and it's a, it's a weird horror movie where there's no like monster, there's no villain that's attacking people, it's just the state of the this town's water is killing people Ooh. so it's lots of scenes of like um these creepy beetle looking things crawling out of people's necks and things like that. Oh, uh, it, but it's like an environmental horror movie <laughs> um, about, you know, 
what we do to the planet. It was great. It's really, really good. It's genuinely creepy and scary, but also has like a message behind it. It's, it's you know, good. I also watched a movie from 1996 called Primal Fear with Richard Gere in it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I which I've never seen before. Is that... Uh, has it got Edward Norton? No. Yeah, it's like his first film. Yeah. Is or one it... of his first films. Yeah. He plays a guy accused of murdering a bishop. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, that Richard film Gears is incredible. Look. Yeah, it was awesome. I can't believe I'd never seen it before. It's been such a kind of old film. Yeah, because I watched it when I was really young. And yeah. I remember the night when I watched it, I couldn't sleep because I, I was so tense. Because it's quite... Yeah, I can imagine that. It's, it's quite, quite tense and yeah. it's got a, it's got an ending that sticks with you a bit as well. Yeah, so. I remember that night not being able to sleep. I was quite young when I watched it because, you know, in Italy you can watch things at any age. Um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, that's good. And Ed yep. Norton is really good in it as well. He's awesome. Mm. Yeah, you can see exactly why he rose up to become such a good actor. And then vanished, disappeared. What happened to him? I don't know. Doesn't do Like he's much, such no. a good actor. Like everything that Ed Norton has been in... Apart from maybe the Hulk. Yeah, it's the Hulk. And there's a, there's a couple of yeah. clunkers. But he did, you know, Fight Club and American History X oh, and stuff. Oh, goodness, that some pretty incredible. incredible work. And then, mm. yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Um, or, but by far the best movie I watched this week was The Handmaiden. Oh, I love that movie. Did you like a Korean it? movie. Yeah, I thought it was incredible. It's like sometimes you're watching a movie and to sound really pretentious... Um, it feels like proper cinema because the directing is really good and mm. the acting is really good and the the sound mm. is like every element of it is done mm. masterfully. Yeah, and I was watching that and I was like, yeah, this is just, just everything in this movie is good. Everything about this film is good. Mm. Um, and yeah, and it it did really well. It it probably, I it, I think the reason it didn't sort of break through in the way Parasite did quite as much is because it's one of the most explicit movies I've ever seen. Yeah. In my entire life. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching it at the cinema and feeling extremely Oof. uncomfortable. I I think there's one of the scenes is pretty long where the two yeah. girls are together. And I'm pretty but sure can... in that moment, like nobody was breathing or nobody was trying to move <laughs> because it was so and the cinema was full of people and yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. But it's very well done. It needs to be in the movie and it's well done. Yeah. And it, it has a purpose to it, but it is it is it is very yes. very explicit. Yes, because um, I keep I keep telling people they should watch it, but I don't want really want to watch the watch it with them because Yeah, I know that's just a little bit did you watch it with anyone? I watched it with my flatmate. Okay. It was but you're a bit like slightly awkward. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is awkward. It's super awkward. Yeah. But I love that movie. Um, I think I want to watch it again. A, it's an amazing film. Mm. It's worth watching again. I loved it. It's apparently, it's like a, a a director's cut. There's an extended version available, so I might try and watch that at some point. Oh, awesome film. So yeah, have you been listening to any music? So uh, I've been uh, uh, listening to stuff for today, getting ready. Uh, but also, okay. you gave me That's a couple of enough. suggestions the last time we spoke, which were Bob Dylan songs, Hurricane, oh, and. Yeah. Uh, the murder must most foul. Yes. And Hurricane, I knew the song, but I never oh, listened to the lyrics. Oh, the lyrics are incredible. Yeah, incredible, right? incredible. I listened to this it three is why times he won, today. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's why he won a Nobel Prize for literature because he's yeah. And I, 
I remember the last time we spoke, I was like, ah, oh, Bob Dylan, blah, 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 blah. But um, I listened to the album and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Is that um, Rough and Rowdy Ways? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. That's a good it. album, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, okay, uh, maybe I should go and... Because I think, I th- well, you know, you evolve so much with music and I never thought I liked Bob Dylan, but mm. I'm glad you 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 gave me those suggestions. Oh, um, I'm glad so you like them. Hurricane already heard this it This is the story of the hurricane. Yeah. But listening to the lyrics, they're incredible. And mm. the murder, most, most foul, never heard of it, never heard it. Uh, and it was good, really good. Yeah, it's, it a, it's a long song, isn't song. it? But it's an incredible cool. song. So, yeah, I thought, oh, maybe I should give Bob Dylan a chance, you know? Yeah, you should. He's, I mean, for me, he's like very much, a, I, he, was, he was on in the house when I was growing up mm. constantly. So he's like always been a feature in my life, which is why I think my, how much I like him has a limit because I've heard some of the songs so many times growing up that I mm. kind of, but I definitely appreciate him. And Hurricane, even when I was a kid, I remember hearing that song and thinking it was one of the best songs I'd ever heard. But that's um, what I think about Bob Dylan and a lot of older, like our parents' music. If your parents didn't like it and you didn't listen to it much, then you, because yeah. my parents never liked Bob Dylan. So we didn't have Bob Dylan in the house. We had like yeah. Eagles and Mamas and Papas and kind of more like, folky rocky bands and so yeah and unlike and, bob dylan who's not a folk artist at all no he is but not the same but he's a solo artist it's very different isn't he yeah, oh no, goodness yeah. sorry, sorry a, i always started arguing already <laughs> but but i know my parents never liked it so i never listened to it mm. you know but um yeah <clears> so <throat> no i'm gonna start listening to him Good. Tangled, Tangled Up in Blue is a good song. Tangled Up in Blue. I'll write it Tangled down. Tangled Up in Blue. As there's the, you know, he's got a lot of good songs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he has. Says. Yes, he has. I just, I just thought maybe it was kind of a cliche to like Bob Dylan. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, I can see that. It's, yeah. That's fair. But I mean, it's also a bit of a cliche to say that you don't like him because his voice is bad and all of these things. Yeah. Um, he did go for a period where his voice was quite but I think it's he's fixed it or found how worked out how to use it now because I think on that new album, obviously it's you know you can tell it's an old voice, but I don't think it sounds bad. I think he sounds quite good on it. Yeah, but you know you can always tweak voices and make them sound better than they are. Um, possibly, but I, I, don't, I think he's genuinely changing the way he's singing as well. Hmm. How he has been in like through the two thousands, he was sort of really rasping. Hmm. Um, and stretching it, I think he's just kind of settled into it a bit more now. Yeah. As well as you know whatever production's going on. Hmm. Maybe. I've been listening to, uh, a, you know, a bunch of stuff uh, that will be re- more relevant later, but also Haim's new album. Who? Haim. Haim. Ah, Haim. I call them Haim. It's Are they Haim or Haim? I have no idea. Well, I feel immediately like I shouldn't have brought them up. No, 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 no. It's fine. I think I think uh, their father was from Israel, so I think it's maybe Haim more than Haim. But I I probably Haim. made it. Yeah, Haim. Yes, very good album. Yeah, it is a really good album. It's very and, different. Yes, and I and really it's got enjoyed a lot it. Of, uh, sort of hip hop influence in it and mm. things. I really really like that album. and stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's a fantastic album. I am enjoying it a lot. Yeah, and I like the the way that they're kind of um, evolving into kind of being a little bit different from what they were. It's quite nice. Yeah, like their first two albums are very good, but have a quite a 
similar sound. Mm. Yeah. Um, and they, they've definitely sort of changed it up for this new one. Uh, yeah, I am enjoying it quite a bit. Fantastico. Other than that, the only other thing I want to mention is that I finished uh, The Last of Us Part 2, which is a video game, but it's possibly one of the best video games I've ever played. So just want to put that out there. It's yeah, great. I've heard a lot of people I playing that game, and it's there's a lot uh, of people playing it. There's a lot of people that hate it. Uh, there's a lot of anger around it at the moment, but mm. I love it and think it's incredible. Do you think I could play it? Um, <laughs> uh, it's about a zombie. It's a sort of zombie game. Quite so the answer is no. <laughs> the first game opens with you. Play. I mean, I, I'm going to spoil something that happens in the first 10 minutes of the first game. Is that okay? What? Are you spoiling it for me or for... For you. Yes, I yeah. I can't ask anyone else, can I? They can't spoil it, spoil it, it. We'll wait until everyone's like, no. Um, <laughs> we'll wait for a while. Yes. The first game opens with you playing as a, like a 14-year-old girl uh, whose dad... She wakes up in the middle of the night and the, the news is on that things are going wrong and stuff like that and her dad's not in the house and then... Her dad turns up in a panic and takes her outside and they kind of start trying to drive away and escape and all zombies are attacking and stuff. And then there's a bit where you the car you're in crashes and your dad picks you up to um, kind of try and carry you away and he carries you up a bank and sees a soldier at the top of this bank near the, near the road and he says, oh, you've got to help us, please. And the soldier looks at them and then shoots the girl and kills her and murders this guy's daughter who you had been playing as. Uh, and then the rest, and then it picks up twenty years later, and you're playing as the dad, kind of in the apocalypse. And it's you know it it's it's as emotionally intense as that pretty much the whole way through. <laughs> and it's quite mm. so. I probably going. would have stopped playing at that moment. <laughs> uh, it's quite intense. But the second one is. It does stuff that I've not seen done in a game before. And there are people that hate it and all kinds of stuff, and it's a pretty controversial thing at the moment, but I just think it's the best, the absolute best. So, I love how like yeah. games can be controversial. It's like, oh, why are you doing this? It's a game, you know? They've done it because they're developers and they've done it. But people go up, they go so insane about gaming. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a it's total, totally weird world for me because I'm not a gamer. And, you but know, it's, I it's quite enjoy seeing like... people play games, but how they talk about it is like, it's it's, it's such an investment. I, I, I Yeah, but we get invested. Like, it's similar to like the disappointment, not exactly the same, but the disappointment we might have felt listening to the latest Kanye West album and not particularly enjoying the direction. He, like, it's when artists or developers or whoever changes what they're, changes the direction if you don't like the direction they're going in. I guess so. And I it's so. Um, you were really invested in the previous direction, then maybe yeah. you know it's, it can be tricky. I generally like change and like people trying new things. Not necessarily mm. Kanye West's no. Christian. No, that was opus, that was a but, bad um, change. Yeah. Bad. But the the, the uh, changes in the Last of Us Part Two, I like. A lot of people mm. don't like. Mm. Tough times. But yeah. don't threaten to kill the developers on Twitter. Just exactly, ask. that's the thing. It's, yeah. it's a, I, I find maybe maybe because I find it like more intense. The if somebody change changes something in a game, I find the 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 kind of backlash more intense than if uh, an artist like Kanye decides to like release two really not good yeah, albums. Pro- <laughs> it's probably similarish to like 
when a Star Wars movie comes out that people don't like, like that gets quite a similar sort of level mm. of maybe it's just me that I don't really madness on Twitter. Maybe it's a world that you're not involved in, so it doesn't seem as important yeah. to you. But it is important yeah. to me. But no, I, no. I don't. I mean, I don't. I, mean, like, I don't abuse people on the internet. Sometimes. Exactly. You don't go to Twitter and go, ah, oh, you should die in a ditch because I don't like your, how your game is going. You just say, oh, I don't like it. You know. Yeah. I didn't like awful. the last two Kanye albums. Kanye albums. Kanye um, West's albums. But you didn't like. Oh, yay, yay. Mm. And yeah. but I didn't go on Twitter and saying you should. I just stopped listening to him. Yeah, good. Five, four, three, two, one. Our top five. So it's time to do our first top five list where we're each going to run down our top five of a certain thing and uh, discuss our choices. And today it is bands or groups. Musical bands slash groups. It was very hard. Yeah, was it? Yes, because I realised that I don't... I listen to bands or groups, but I've been listening more to solo art- artists recently, so... I've been listening <clears throat> more to solo artists as well, mm. and we'll get there. Yes, we will. But not today. Not today. Arr. So I thought I thought this was pretty hard, because making a decision of the, my top five bands was pretty mm. hard. Because mm. if, I, if I did my top five bands when I was 14... It would have been like E17, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, uh, Spice Girls. I don't know the fifth one. When I was 14, <laughs> I'd have struggled to name five bands, I think. Oh. <laughs> when I was 14. <laughs> the, the Mr. Blobby Christmas song <laughs> would have been Mis- one. And then... Uh, Is that a uh, band? Does it a no. band? <laughs> well, it's a song. I mean, no, he's more of a solo artist, I think, Mr. Blobby, to be fair. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I wouldn't have been able to name any. Yeah. It so, was, it, it was it, it's interesting how taste evolves. I still like the same, similar bands. I could listen to Spice Girls right now, but yeah. it wouldn't be my top five. Yeah. And it's tough because you don't want to be ruled by recency bias too much either. Like, are these bands, are these bands that you're going to like for the long term? Or do you just like them now? I try to put the ones that I've kind of go back to quite a lot and still listen to it recently. Yeah. I mean, it's not so much for me. In the in the list we're going to do at some point on solo artists, my current number one is someone that I've gotten into in like the past month. So. Oh, yeah. That's a bit silly. But no, it's not silly at all, I think. We'll see. Because if somebody you if it's somebody you've been listening to for a while, that like even for a little bit, and you're going to listen to him or her for a while, then yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. Who's going to start we'll with their number five? Who comes first alphabetically? You do, so you can go number five. <sighs> Alex, what's your number five best band? Uh, number five, a best band is a band called I think. It's well. <laughs> I don't want to pronounce what? it wrong, but I think it's Polisa. Polisa. Okay. Polisa. It's called like police, but with an A at the end and a funny C in the middle. It's called Polisa. It's um apparently so policy. We're talking about in Roxanne, Polish. message in a bottle. But not. Not the police, and but Fields Polisa. of Gold. 
<laughs> but yeah, Polisa. Oh my goodness! Shut up. <laughs> uh, it's an um, uh, American synth pop band, and they're very, uh, very good. Um, they? Have you ever heard of them? I've never heard of them ever. Oh, um, so they're from Minneapolis, and they were formed in two thousand and eleven. They've got a really nice sound, and their all their albums kind of like are very different one from another but you know okay. it's them yeah um when you say synth pop is it sort of like churches have you listened to churches yeah, yeah. it's similar to it could be like similar to churches yeah okay churches okay. churches in fact not that like may, hmm? so not not because i don't know whether you mean or i don't know with synth pop sometimes mm. if it's going to be like churches or like sort of very atmospheric 80s kind of synth do you know what i mean yeah yeah it could be like it's not necessarily exactly like churches but it could be it's it's kind of it's very calm and uh, her voice is kind of put it for a synth can you say the word synth synth put for a synthesizer yes or vocoder yes and um yeah i i I like them and uh i think they're quite good because they 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 do they experiment a lot with music and uh, try to make things different um well what was their first album called give you the ghost oh interesting because my number five band is called ghost is it (laughs) i give you the ghost that was a good thank you for giving me the ghost (laughs) I'm, i'm giving you the ghost yeah thank you you're welcome so yeah my number five is polisa Good. My number five is Ghost. 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 Ghost are a Swedish um, rock band, but they're constantly sort of they play like metal festivals, and they exist in the metal world. But their music isn't really metal. It's more sort of power rock, power pop rock, or eighties mm. hair rock kind of music. Um. But it's a bit. They're a bit like Nine Inch Nails or what other bands? Bon Iver is another mm. example where it's it's a band, but it's kind of just one guy mm. doing it. If you see what I mean? Yeah. Who kind of does all the songwriting behind it? And his name is something. He has a name. He definitely has a name. What's his name? His name is Tobias Forge. Um, but on stage, they all dress up as sort of Satan worshipping <laughs> priests, and he dresses up as a pope. And they have like a story that goes along with the band, and like each tour and each album cycle, he'll be like a new pope. So he started as like Papa the First, and then that by now is like Papa the Fourth. <laughs> and then there was an album where he wasn't a pope at all, he was a cardinal, and he was Cardinal Copia for like the most recent album cycle. But then at the end of that tour in New Mexico, Cardinal Copia died or something on stage, and then he kind of came out as the new next pope, which I kind of like. I don't know. I kind of appreciate them having like a silly little kind of mythology that goes along with all the music. And then the music is sort of just fun rock music with huge riffs and big choruses, and I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the kind of weird style of them. I love the the kind of art that they have to go along with the music 
and then I find the music really fun and enjoyable. So yeah, Ghost. They're not a particularly serious band, but I they're one of my favourites. I love them. They sound good. Have you, have you ever told me about them? Yeah, I played you yeah. one of their songs once. Yeah, and, and they're pretty good. Oh, yeah, I think I enjoyed them as well. No? The impression I got at the time. No? Okay, maybe not. Maybe no. I'm thinking about somebody else. <laughs> uh, a lot of people definitely don't like them very much. I, I, I went to see them live last year and dragged my housemate with me who does mm. not like them. Um, but I had a good time. Great. You, yes. have a, you have a history of dragging people to things that they don't like. Well, yeah, let's not get get into that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ghost, interesting. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost. They've done uh, four or five albums. They're playing pretty big stadiums now, so they're getting bigger and bigger. Where um, are they from? Sweden. Sweden. Sweden, but they sing in English. Ah. And their albums are called Opus Eponymous, <laughs> Infestissimen, Meliora, and Prequel. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and like the big, the best song on, or the, one of the kind of big songs on the most recent album is called Dance Macabre, which is a good song. Should everyone should listen to it. Okay. Yeah. So there we go. That's my number five. Cool. What's so let's your to, number four? My number four is a band I started listening to in Japan. Uh, so it's a, got a kind of a, you know, more kind of, sentimental value to me it's called um, they're called of monsters and men oh of monsters and men yes yes um yeah i started listening to them in japan and i i really like them um i only found out this week they're actually from iceland yes yeah. so the difference between me and you is that you know everything about some <laughs> things you listen to and i'm like oh okay i like them uh and then this week i learned they were from iceland i never knew Mm. Uh, but yeah, they're an indie folk rock band uh, from Iceland. They're very kind of folky and indie. <laughs> Is that how you say? Um, I really yeah. like them because, you know, they're, I don't know, they have a good sound to them. Um, I saw them at Fuji Rock Festival a couple of years ago. A couple of I years ago, wasn't it? A couple of years ago. It's like five, it was like five years, ago. years ago. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed them. They have a good vibe. What's the one big song that they do? Isn't there like one song that was quite big for a while? It was on adverts and stuff. In England? Maybe not. Yeah. Or just generally, I thought they had like one song that was particularly kind of hmm. a big hit for them. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I can't, you know, I don't know titles or things. Little Talks. Yes, definitely. That was probably the one. But my favourite, um, I've got a few <clears throat> favourite songs of them, uh, but one of them I really like, which is called um, uh, From Finna. Just because there's a there's a really nice line that reminds me of my time in Japan and which says, uh, and we're so far from home, but we're so happy. And that, you know, when when whenever I listen to that, it just reminds me of Japan because, you know, the the you know, we were we're very far from home, but we we're also like really happy to be there. And yeah. uh, I really like that. It's not like a really famous song or popular, maybe, but um, it's a really, it's a really good song, and uh, it just reminds me of uh, good times. Nice. But yeah, uh, they're kind of like Mumford and Sunny kind of. Yeah, uh, when you were saying sort of folky indie rock, yeah. I was thinking 
Yeah, so much and they're kind of like, you know, you make you want to dance and like stomp your feet and uh, uh, think about being in a field. Um, but yeah, I really, I really, really like them. I really I like the, the voice of the female vocal lead which uh, is uh, it's probably a name uh, Nana Brindis Himarstrottir is that a Lovely good uh, Icelandic uh, Icelandic accent? surnames are all um, daughter of or son of someone aren't they are they yeah so does it end in like daughter yeah yeah. Ah, Dottir. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So she's uh, she's Hilmar Sodotir. So yeah, Hilmar's daughter. Yeah. yeah she's it's a, a cool. Very... I really like Icelandic surnames. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, one of the Icelandic bands that uh, I really liked couldn't put couldn't be put in my list because uh, of controversy. So I put. Right, yeah, yeah, so uh, but I'm glad that Iceland made uh, they're selling uh, they're selling CBD oil now. Who the the bands that we we weren't getting to talking about, too ah, much, are they? they emailed me to try and sell me their new brand of CBD oil, okay, interesting, was, uh, yeah, an interesting. Um, mm. it was really hard not to put that band in my list because I've got so much you know love for them but not anymore and it's really hard now yeah it's a tough one we live in a weird yeah. world uh can you still like bands where people have done bad things in them i don't know <laughs> me neither it depends. you've got to look at each case individually keep it light let's keep it light let's keep it light let's keep it light but yeah i'm not going to keep it light with my next band though <laughs> i keep i keep i'm keeping it light i've got very light like bands. Okay, good. <laughs> My number four. Are we are we is that it for Mon- of Monsters and Men, or is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I'm I'm quite. You know, that's all I know about the band. I like them. I listen I've never to listened them. to them much, but I like the sort of singles I've heard of theirs mm. and stuff. And maybe now that I know they're Icelandic, I'll listen to them more because yeah. I'm weird like that. Yeah, I love Icelandic bands. Yeah, like Bjork. Who's not <laughs> She's a, a solo artist. I know, but I just Icelandic musicians then. Incredible, and also the voices. I think I think there's kind of like uh, a raspiness of the female voice that I don't know. It works amazing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, uh, number four for you, Mister G. Number four for me is Run the Jewels. Oh, I nearly put them. Yeah, uh, did you? But I was I I wasn't sure if it were a band, and we couldn't discuss it before. And so yeah, uh, I was okay. like, I was like, are they a band? They kind of are, though, because they don't fit into solo artists, do they? So they would have to. But they're like them. a duo more than a band or a group, are they? Yeah, but you, the White Stripes are a band. I guess. Oh, I should have put. Oh, okay. Well, well we can talk about I them now. I agree with your under jewels. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, I adore. Run the Jewels is a hip hop group comprised of LP. Producer and rapper, and Killer Mike, primarily uh, rapper, I think. I don't know if he does any production work. But anyway, they're brilliant. They're the best. They produce uh, extremely energetic hip-hop music that kind of is always at 11. Yeah. Um, and the first album of theirs that got me into them was... Run- All of their albums are just called Run the Jewels 1, 2, 3, 4 kind of thing. They don't have names. So the first one that I got into was Run the Jewels 2, 
which is an album full of just very heavy, braggadocious hip-hop songs where they're boasting about how incredible they are in various fields. Which, <laughs> if you're ever feeling like you're not very confident and you want a bit of a confidence boost, just listening to that album for a bit is a great way of just pumping yourself up. Um, but within that album, there's also some quite political... There's you know, they've always been a political band and in that album there's songs about Killer Mike being stopped by the police and how he, as you know, as a black man, he obviously is scared for his life in, in situations like that. Um, but it wasn't, it kind of started off as a, as one of the things they did and then as they've come through and as the world has sort of gotten worse with time, it's kind of come more and more to the forefront of their music and they've become more of a political band. Ultimately, the release of their latest album, Run the Jewels 4, that came out, in June, the start of June, I think, mm. um, which incredible. is an incredible album mm. and full of, again, full of really heavy hitting hip hop, but is much more political and includes a song, again, where he talks about hearing people on TV who are being suffocated by police and hearing them say, I can't breathe. And this album came out a week or two weeks after George Floyd was murdered by the police in America. Um and people were saying he must have recorded it in the past two weeks. And he hadn't. He'd recorded it in, like, November last year. Mm. And it's because, um, you know, there have been other murders by police in America who have been heard to say, I can't breathe, as they've been dying. And just the fact that it's such a cyclical thing that's repeating itself mm. to the degree that it's now influencing lyrics within, like, weeks of them. I don't know. Yeah, It's incredible. And they're an incredible band. They're really important. They give away all of their music. Like You can buy vinyls and CDs and stuff of their music mm. if you want to, but if you want to listen to the music and you can't afford it, you can download it for free always, which I think is really, really fantastic. And most of their albums include at least one guest appearance by Zach De La Roca from Rage Against the Machine, which is great. And I just adore them. And yeah, they're not really a band as such, but they're a group, and I'm, I decided mm. that I love them enough to put them in here because... Uh, yeah, yeah I was thinking of putting them in because I love them and you introduced me to them. I did. Uh, and I are incredible, the, yeah. the albums. I could listen to them like <laughs> on loop and they're so good. And when you told me about the new one well, a couple of weeks ago, probably or a month yeah. ago, I just listened to it nonstop. It was so good. It's so good and so current. And, yeah, um, like painfully current. Yeah. Yeah, because they've but... been teasing it and recording it for years. So the fact it's mm. come out and is immediately feel it feels like they could have recorded it within the past month is yeah crazy. Because I th- that's what I thought. It's just like they must have just done it. But you, it doesn't take a week to make an incredible album. Or Ooh, it could, it takes a but lot of time. yeah, but it takes a while. And oh, they're so good. Yeah, good choice, G. Look, yeah. Oh yeah. What's your number three? My number three is a band from uh, Japan. Um, I don't know if you know them. Well, you probably heard their songs. Uh, they're called uh, Radwimps or Radowimpo. Oh, yeah, I've heard of Radwimps, but I've not listened yes. to Radwimps. Yes, so I first heard them uh, when I watched the f- movie uh, Your Name. They did the soundtrack ah, yes. for the movie Your Name, and I love that soundtrack. I love that film. It's incredible and I really enjoyed their high energy kind of like uh, manga, cartoony kind of like and I so I um, 
I started listening to them and they did quite a few albums. You know, they kind of in, 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 there are some bands in Japan that churn music. Yeah. And um, they're quite interesting because uh, at the beginning of their, you know, the first album was kind of, um, oh, what's that music called? <laughs> I can't think uh, of the genre. Because uh, they're kind of like a rock. <laughs> well, they're called a oh, rock music. They're rock band. But no, um, what's that? Um, oh, my goodness. Give I've me an example a... of an artist. Like Mill and Colin. Um, Mill and Colin? Yeah, do you know them? No. no. Uh, maybe I'm... Uh... Oh, goodness. That means I'll Smashing ta- Pumpkins. Not Smashing Pumpkins. Melancholy <laughs> and the Infinite Sadness. No, they're an actual band. What's that? There's, it's not rock, it's not pop. It's kind of like... it. Uh, I can't remember. Pop rock. Pop rock. Pop, hair metal. Pop. He- no, Death metal. no. I'm getting really hot now because I can't remember, <laughs> and my brain is going. <laughs> my brain is going. Alex, you must remember. You must remember. I'm actually having a, a little panic attack. <laughs> Just a moment. <laughs> Have a drink of water. It's not scar. Scar. But pop, yeah, uh, they're pop, kind of like. Punk. Pop punk. Punk rock. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> punk rock. Oh <laughs> what, your example of a punk rock band was Millen Collie? Millen Collin? Millen Collin? You don't no, know them? I've never heard of them. Heard okay. of the Sex Whatever. Pistols so and The Clash. And but they're not the punk remotes. rock. Like like pop punk rock. You know, like really poppy like punk rock towards Blink the 90s? Blink 182. Blink 182. Thank you. Why did I think about the most obscure... <laughs> Or Green Day, or The Offspring. Yeah, yeah. I thought about the most obscure one. I could be like, listen to them. They're incredible. Okay, I'm sure they are. Incredible. Uh, uh, so never mind. Uh, yeah. So they're really kind of like high tempo. Uh, they're good. I like them. Uh, they're a bit crazy, and they go a little bit like. Like I said. So it's like manga anime music mixed with punk, punk, nineties pop punk. Okay. Yeah, that sounds absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. They are awesome. I really like their albums. <clears throat> and then also um the same director that did um Your Name did Weathering with You, which is another um which I haven't seen actually, but they did the um, the soundtrack for that and that's pretty good as well. So mm. um my number 3 is uh Radwimps. Rad Just because Wimps. I, I listen to them quite a l- yeah, Radwimps. <laughs> um <laughs> Sorry about my meltdown. It's fine. It's um, absolutely fine. It's just good good quality <laughs> content. Is yeah. it? My number three is a band from the UK uh, called The 1975. Of course. Yes. I love I nearly put them as well. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Well, I thought you didn't really like them. What? I told you that I listened to them constantly for like about a month. Oh, right. No, I didn't realise that. Because I yeah. just told you to listen to them for ages and I didn't think you really ever did. Yeah. Oh, right, I good. did. And I told you they were incredible. Oh, good. They are incredible. I, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're really, really good. I've had a weird history with them where I got into yeah. them when their first album came out and then kind of really didn't like them based purely on the title of their second album, which is still a bad title, in my opinion. Yeah, but you I, judged them just for that title. 
Yeah, pretty much. And then there was a whole thing with when their third album came out and it was getting all these good reviews and I was like, I'm going to listen to it just so I can hate it. And then I <laughs> fell in love with it. It's the best. Um, and yeah, their lead, their lead singer, Matty Healy, says a lot of inflammatory stuff. Uh, he speaks his mind and whatever's mm. on his mind quite often, which can be quite, I don't know, interesting as a fan to sort of but I like that about him. I like that he's so kind of outspoken and, and interesting and stuff mm. and keeps the conversation moving. And You know, he their most recent album, which isn't my favourite album of theirs, but I do like it, is, uh opens with a five-minute-long speech by Greta Thunberg about mm. the environment, which is crazy to open a, a, an album with a five-minute eco-speech. Mm. Um, and I remember thinking when they... Because when they, they released that as a single, and I listened to it a couple of times, and I remember thinking, well, when the album comes out, I'll always skip that and just start from track two. And I don't. I always listen to that first, yeah. especially because it goes so well into the second track and, the, like, mm. lyrically, they they connect and stuff. Um, mm. But, yeah, no, I love them. My favourite album of theirs is the one with the title that I don't like very much. I love it when you sleep. Yeah. Or you are so beautiful yet so unaware of it. Because it's full of, like, it has... It has 80s style sort of pop rock of the kind that Huey Lewis and the News used to do. Right next to post rock sort of Sigur Ross esque. Sigur Ross esque post rock stuff. I remember looking it up on Wikipedia and they they said that Sigur Ross were an influence on the album. And it's just crazy that that, that many influences can go into one album and it can be mm. so cohesive and good. Yeah. And they were actually the last band I saw before everything locked down was the 1975. Uh, and I'd never seen them before and it was awesome. And they played one of those post-rock songs from the second album. And I never imagined they'd play that. And it's now like, my, I think, my favourite song of theirs. It's called mm. Lost My Head. And it's so incredibly good. And seeing it live was uh, stunningly brilliant. So yeah, the 1975, they are... A real Marmite band. Some people love them. Some people mm. really, really, really don't get them and hate them. But I adore them. So, yeah. Yeah, I really liked them after you introduced me to them. And I they nearly made my list because I I think I've been listening to them for... Well, I listen to them quite often. Uh, but... Um, Any songs I, that you like particularly? Is it one the one that goes, why can't we be friends? Oh, yeah. Is that when we are lovers. Sincerity is scary. Thank you. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm Have you seen the, the video of them performing that at the Brits? No. Oh, it's awesome. Is it's it? It's really, really... The actual the music video for it is, really, is pretty cool, but they recreate the music video on stage, and mm. they did it when I saw them live as well. He like, uses a treadmill to kind of simulate... Oh. It's really awesome. I don't know. I just I just really like that song because there's so many elements of like also '90s kind of boy bandish. Yeah, it's got I'm a bit of sure, jazz as well in that I'm song. Sure. Well. Yeah, it's just it's just a really good song. And um, yeah. when I when I listen to it, I just like I don't know. I really, it's the one that stuck the most. No, I completely head. agree. But no, I really like them. But I I was a bit wary that you like them so much that maybe <laughs> I was like maybe I'm not like a fan like you, so I didn't put them. Oh, that's fair enough. No, that's yeah. silly. You shouldn't. That's no. Don't be silly. Well, no, if because I thought you know I really like them, but I didn't want to be a fraud. <laughs> but you know, fair enough. I understand what you mean. I do yeah, really, you know, really love them. Yeah. So. 
So, yeah, there we go. What's your number two? My number two is a band we spoke about before. Haim or Haim. Really? Yes. Oh, wow, I like it. I, I, <laughs> I really dislike them not having listened to their music. There was something about okay. them that I, you know, I would see, um, you know, uh, articles on The Guardian about them saying they were incredible and like, uh, you know, reading about them, seeing their faces. I was like, I don't like them. But <laughs> just weird because I thought maybe they'd just be like these pompous girls playing. Because I feel sometimes, I know we have to keep it light. We want to keep it light. But sometimes uh-huh. I feel like women are there to dislike women right i like a lot of like when i do my i do my list i like a lot of like male bands and male solo artists and you know and and sometimes maybe i don't listen to a band because i a female band because maybe i I don't i'm maybe i don't like them because of i don't know i I know what you mean i you know what i can't comment too much on it yeah, of man. course. It's just but my opinion. I know the social thing that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but it's my opinion. So, for example, there's a there's a all male group. Then I'll listen to them. But for a- Amy, it took a while, and I'm just like, ah, don't like them. But I never actually listened to them. Yeah. And then um, a couple of years back, I think our friend Sean showed us a video um, of them, uh, me and Titles, uh, where they're walking. They've done a few no. videos where they walk in, so it's yeah, hard no. to. But I is think I know like, which one you mean. It's a continuous shot. You know, I'm, I'm, I just had it. I'll, yeah, uh, and I really like, <laughs> I really like that video. I really like the song, and then I started listening to them, and I, and then the na- latest album is incredible. So that's why they made my list because it's, it's so good. It's a step good. above what they've done before. It's yeah. incredible and yeah. it's so good. I I really admire them and they're so talented and they're so good at uh, writing lyrics and they're just good. They're just incredible. So um that's yeah. why they're my number 2. My problem with their latest album is there's another album that's come out recently that has dominated all of my listening and I've not <laughs> been able to listen to their new <laughs> album as much as I should. Yeah. Because I do really love it, and I think they would like start moving up in my list of bands uh, based yeah, on it. Because um, they're, they're good, and I'm glad. I'm glad I went. I'm glad so... I watched that video that time. Yeah, but have you have you have you learned a lesson from it? Have you grown at all from from? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, so you... I the more I grew up, the more I realized that you know I think I think point of view of a female woman. I think. <clears throat> we we are brought up to kind of like dislike each other and i think now i i'm more about you know supporting everyone yeah. and not Good. just not just thinking ah she's got long hair better that not that i never thought like that but maybe sometimes i have i'm more wary of a female artist than a male artist yeah. or you know um so and which female, I never th- female bands are i don't want to say there's not many female bands because there's loads and loads of female bands yeah. that are brilliant but like it's a problem for my list is that like even in my honourable mentions at the end it's all men. My yeah. solo artist stuff is is much more sort of a mix, mm. but for whatever reason I don't know what it is I gravitate towards bands, but I do love like I really like Haim a lot. But that's when I was making this list. I was thinking how my music taste has been very white and male orientated. Uh yeah. 
in bands, I mean. Um, Solo artist is much more varied, but in bands is very white and male orientated, which is, I never thought about it that way. Mm. And, And then, and I was like, you know, I can think of Haim is probably one of the few bands, female bands that it, mm. but. No, yeah, but, that's very true. Yeah. But I'm glad that you've put Haim in there. Yeah, because I, I think. You know, because on their own merits, they're incredible. They're really, yeah. really good. And their third album. Yeah, I didn't listen amazing. to their second album much. I should probably go back and try it. I really love like, their first album. The first album is amazing. And their second album is kind of like, you know, similar and, you know, similar style. And, mm. But the third album is uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. time cool is thing. my number two. I like it. Yeah. Um, my number two on another day could be my number one. I could, I couldn't, I can't. My number two and my number one choice, I couldn't. They're very, very different, and I love them just about equally for different reasons. If you see what mm. I mean. So my number two is the National. Of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Uh, I'm hopelessly obsessed and in love with The National. Mm. Uh, everything that they do is pure and perfect and wonderful. <laughs> and they're one of those, but like, uh, I don't know. I, don't, I can't even put into words my my adoration and love for them. But, but okay. So <laughs> when I was at uni about <laughs> 10 years ago, their most recent album was Boxer. And they've done they have done a couple of albums that weren't really in the style of what they are today, and then they've done Alligator, which is where they really started as what they are today, and then Boxer. Uh, and I remember listening to both those albums and liking them at the time, but then getting into other bands, which will end up in my honourable mentions in a bit, but getting into other bands that um, I kind of liked more and for longer. And then eventually, last year, I kind of came back around and was like, oh yeah, The National, I did. And it was when I was watching, this is it, I was watching Queer Eye on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And Anthony, is it Anthony? Anthony, mm. the guy that does the food. Yeah. Oh, he was wearing lots of national T-shirts all over the shop in that TV show. And I was like, oh, yeah, the national. I did quite like the national. I should listen to them. And I looked them up, and they were just about to release a new album at the time. And I started, I listened to the singles off the new album. I was like, oh, these are really good. And within like a month, I had just become obsessed. And I was like, how did I not realise 10 years ago that I loved this band this much? And I just, I, I fell in love. And then they played, uh, they did a tour and I went to see them live twice last year and both were like two of the greatest gigs I've ever seen. And they're so different live than they are on record. They're one of those, those really cool bands where like on record, Haim apparently are quite similar. I've not seen Haim live, but apparently Haim's live shows are really, really rocky and heavy mm. and raucous. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see them. Mm. But then on record, they're quite poppy and sort of soft mm. rock almost, which yeah. is so cool. And the National are kind of similar. On record, it's it's really, really sad indie rock. and in, But the songs come alive when they perform live in a way that's totally different. And the lead singer just is this kind of mad force of nature live. Um, so they were they were incredible experiences. And yeah, I just, I just love them. I just love the lyrics, the sound, the music. I love the fact that the guitarist got like outed on Twitter as an Antifa organizer during the riots recently. Oh my god. Uh, which it wasn't true. There was yeah. just a man with a beard and yeah. a bunch of <laughs> lunatics on Twitter said it was this Aaron Desner from the National or Bryce Desner. There's twins, I can't remember which one it was. Um but then like loads of then they started just posting photos of the band and saying here's a meeting of Antifa organizers. And it was so strange. 
that was a weird that was a weird little side thing that happened recently for the national. Oh, but yeah, they're they're the greatest. They are mm. they are absolute best, and I love them. Yeah, I actually yeah. listened to them uh, this week. Oh, because you knew that I'd be talking about them. Well, <laughs> thinking, do I like the national? Can I put them in my top five? And the answer is no. No, I I, I think they're good. <laughs> no, okay, mean. no. I, they're good. I like them, but could they be my top five? No, because I think they're a bit. It's not something that I go back to very often. The national, yeah. it's um yeah. I better like them, and of course you introduced me to them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they're the best band in the world, so you know. Well, you didn't put them as number as number one, so I'm going to be the, the other best band. band. Oh, no, no, because they're they're oh. even better. Oh my goodness. <laughs> don't know what to do oh well you've already done it so oh. it's uh, set in stone your number two is the national oh, so good. what's your number one my number one yeah is my that's... favorite band of all time and yeah. it will never change your ever. number two was heim right yeah my number yeah, two good, was heim I lost my mind for a second <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number one is my uh Favorite band of all time. It yeah. will never change. It'll okay. always be number one. Do right. you know it? Uh, Foo Fighters. No, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't put Foo Fighters, even though I, sh- you know, I love them. Um, my favorite band of all time is. Stop. Weezer. No. <laughs> Weezer. Oasis. Come on. No. Uh, we we we. No, we. I didn't. No, I didn't say we. Oh, okay. Your favorite said... band of all time. I want to guess. I want to guess. Sounds, I want to guess. Sounds, I want to guess. Uh, okay. Um, uh, they just done a biopic a few years ago. Queen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. You know, I love Queen. Yeah, no, everybody loves Queen. I love, I love, love, love Queen. And um, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, watching, uh, uh, what was it? Live but, Aid. When yeah, I was... Yeah. When was Live Aid? It was like 1985. Yes, but I was born in 1985. Um, but my right. parents had uh, the video cassette. Okay. Uh, and they recorded it from TV. And I remember uh, maybe when I was seven, I watched it for the first time. Yeah. And I loved it. Um, it was incredible. And I I just, I don't know, there's something about the the bit of Queen that was amazing you know yeah. and then uh, i had some older friends um you know bigger when you're boys. when you're young and you have like bigger boys and they liked queen and so it was cool and i just loved them since since i was a, a young girl a younger boy <laughs> <laughs> and um i i just love everything about them and i'm still so sad that freddie mercury's dead like i can't yes yeah, it's, it's... i one of the, it just it just still yeah. saddens me. There's such an incredible human is dead, and um, I love their songs. I love how they they experimented in a time where experimenting was a bit strange. Their music videos were incredible. Um, it, I just I just love them, and I finally watched the movie, and I cried so much and i loved it i know you said i was going to love it probably but it took me a long time to watch it because you know he's my idol they're my idols and i i i are oh, the last scene where they do live aid <laughs> yeah 
oh, I was crying. I was just, I was just so happy to watch it. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was really, really beautiful. I, yeah, the final scene of that movie oh, is it's so good. And really and cool. I know it's all like maybe the timeline is all wrong. And no, the, it's not maybe. The timeline is definitely yeah. Wrong. The timeline is wrong. But I thought it was amazing, and I thought you know the the actor that played Brian May was perfect. Yeah. They were all perfect. The it was kid, just... the person who plays John Deacon, mm. is the boy, little boy from Jurassic Park. Is it? Yeah, the one who climbs the fence and gets electrocuted off. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah. He plays John Deacon. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. But yeah, I I just loved them. I loved how they pushed the boundaries at the time. I love how they can still be relevant now. And God, yeah, have you seen how much they charge for tickets to their concerts now? Yeah, I I love the fact that my kids in primary school—not my personal kids, but the kids I (laughs) teach—they love them. They listen to them. Yeah, I've it's, yeah, I've spoken it, to to young young people who young <laughs> young people. They're and still I, relevant, yeah. They're so relevant, and yeah. I just I don't know if we can ever have a band like them again, again, because especially with a frontman like Freddie, a frontman, it was a frontman. Sorry, I'm being ridiculous. But yeah, my number one, Queen. Queen. Who earlier mm. you said are your idols? Yeah, they are my idols. Yeah. Ah, oh my god! Ah, ah who's ah. your number one? I know who number, number one, one is. Interesting that you should describe Queen as your idols, Alex. <laughs> band is a band called Idols from Bristol. Bristol, Bristol. and not idols and from somewhere else. <laughs> Not spell I D O L S. Don't listen to that band. <laughs> expecting to hear searing punk rock with a social commentary edge. Yeah, yeah. But if you spell it properly and type I D L E S, you might find the band that I like. Yes. Yes. Idols. Idols. Idols, greatest band in the world, or alongside Idles. the National. Idles. Idles, not Idols. <laughs> Yeah, that would clear up a lot if it was pronounced Idles. Um, yeah, I I discovered this band early last year, maybe? Early last year, I think? Yeah. Um, my brother recommended their first album to me, which is called Brutalism. And I listened to it a couple of times and thought it was okay. And then shortly after that, their second album came out so maybe it was no it must have been 2018 so i think that's when uh, yeah so yeah 2018 actually i got them recommended to me listen to the first album a couple of times and liked it but didn't really go for it too much and then the second album came out and as soon as i saw the title of the second album i was like that is a band that i can get into because the second album is called joy as an act of resistance which i really like as an idea in terms of well to me it, it kind of speaks about um you know not 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 bringing hate back to hate, like when you see hate in the world, mm. kind of countering it with joy or positivity um, and resisting hate through positivity yeah. is, is, to me, is what it means. And then the, the album came out and all the songs on it, are, 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 you know, tackle different elements of modern society like um, uh, toxic masculinity or immigration and stuff like that. And it, it all felt lyrically like it could be me describing, you know, not I couldn't possibly do lyrics as well as... Um, 
Joe Talbot from Idols does, but it sounds like he was describing the world the way that I see the world, mm. which I've never, ever heard before in a band. Uh, and I just fell in love with them completely, and I adore them. And now, actually, their first album, Brutalism, is my favourite album of theirs. Okay. I prefer it ultimately over over Joys and Acts of Resistance. Yeah, they're the absolute, they're the absolute best. Um, yeah, because I remember you talking to me about them and me listening yep. to them for the first time, putting their yeah. name on Spotify, I-D-O-L-S, Idols. Yeah. Of course, that's how you spell Idols. Driving in a car, full-on mm-hmm. volume, and this um, crazy metal, screaming metal comes out. I nearly crashed a car. <laughs> Go back to George saying, I don't think that's that's a great band to listen to. <laughs> I, I, I nearly had an accident. Uh, but then I spelled it wrong. So it's not I-D-O-L-S, but it's I-D-L-E-S. I like them yes. too. After listening to the actual idols that you like, I thought they were... Oh, yeah. I thought, you know, they're really good. Um, uh, oh, I don't relate incredible. to them as much as you do. Maybe because I haven't listened to them as much. When you Possibly. talk about them, they seem really good. I yeah, I love them. Mm. And their new album, yeah. So this year they're doing a new album. It's called Ultra Mono, uh, which is out in September. And they've released two singles so far. One's called Mister Motivator, mm. and the other is called Grounds. And both of them are great. Grounds actually, they've talked about. So it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, George. One thing oh at a time. <laughs> You're Idols. too excited. Um. Ah, oh, the new album is produced by, <laughs> partly produced by a guy called Kenny Beats, mm-hmm. who's a hip hop producer. Ooh. I hope I've got that right. And the album has been sort of written and recorded um, with the kind of ethos of a hip hop album, mm. almost more than a rock album. So he talked in an interview about how the lyrics kind of, he kind of thought them up quite quickly and didn't spend too long on them, mm. which isn't necessarily something that rappers do. Mm. But but I don't know, like it all felt quite hip-hoppy and he talked about how the second single off the album which is called grounds which i heard for the first time when i saw them live last year and as soon as i heard it live you know when a band plays a, they're like you're seeing a band live and they're like we're gonna play a new one for you now and everyone's it's just like oh come on i want to hear mm. everlong i don't want to hear the sky is a neighborhood you fool um but they played the song Grounds, and I was like, as soon as it finished, I was like, I want them to put that on Spotify now so I can listen to it again. Like, I loved it, which I've never never happened before mm. with, a, with a band playing a new song live for me. Um, and they talked in an interview about how this song Grounds was inspired by the Yeezus era of Kanye West music, mm. uh, which is very kind of hard-hitting, punky hip-hop. Yeah. And you can totally hear it. And both singles so far include the line, I am I, like mm. I am I, I am me. Mm. And I feel like maybe that's going to be something that's repeated throughout the album in the way that hip-hop albums often repeat, to form a concept, will repeat phrases and ideas throughout the album. Kendrick Lamar does that for a lot, for example. So I think they're really, as well, both their albums have done so far sound quite similar in a way, but I think they're really pushing themselves forwards, which is always something that I, I like, you know, bands that I follow to do. And I'm so excited to hear the next album, Ultra Mono. Great. I love Idols. Idols are the best. Nice. Cool. So the national, though. Oh, it's tough. But, you know, you've been talking about the Idols much more than the it's... national in the past. Yes, but if you look at my um, last FM where I track all the music I mm. listen to obsessively like a lunatic, Yeah, I've actually listened to the I- 
it's wrong with it. I've listened to the National eight hundred times more than Idols. Yeah. Not eight hundred times, but eight hundred songs more than like I think the Idols are like eight hundred listens or something since I've started. Mm. And the National are on like one thousand six hundred. But I feel like when you talk about Idols, you're more into them than national i don't think you necessarily feel that as well yeah and i think you're more passionate about it so i think i think it's good i think national number two is good okay good i'm glad that you support me Uh, i support you idols 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 they're the absolute best so they're our top fives just run down your five okay number five polisa number four of monsters and men number three uh radwimps Number two, Haim, and number one, Queen. I like your list is very eclectic and yes, that's what I was aiming for. Yeah, I like it. It's cool. I was aiming for. I've been listening to a lot of what I listen to the most, and I've done my list, and then I made it again because I thought it was just very monotone. Yeah. Of things that you know I like. Yeah. But I, I wanted to make something a bit more diverse. So then when we recommend something to listen, then you have not listened to all my bands. Because if I did my first list, you would have known all of them. <laughs> okay, that's fair <laughs> enough. Fair, that's fair. Mm. Okay. Um, right, right, right. Okay, my top five was number five, Ghost. Mm. Number four, Run the Jewels. Mm. Number three, The 1975. Yep. Number two, the national, mm-hmm. and number one, idols. Yeah, yeah. So now, honorable mentions. Yeah. Honorable mentions. Uh, so you just you just go through your honorable mentions first, and then I'll do mine. Okay, so my honorable mentions are bands that I've liked for a very long time, uh, <clears throat> and if they came to my city, I would go and see them live. Uh, yes. Straight away, no money. Spend. No money down. <laughs> no money down. Uh, one of them is Foo Fighters. Cool. Uh, love them. Good band. Love them live. Seen them with you. One yeah. of, Probably one of the best bands I've seen live. They're incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. They could have made my list easily, but, you know, no, I don't want them in my list, but it's definitely an honourable mention. Blur. Love Blur. Always love Blur. Oh, yeah. They're incredible. Saw them live. They're amazing. If they came here tomorrow, I will go and see them. Corona Blur. or not Corona? Blur. More like blah. Shut up. <laughs> Why? Are they blah? Like, no, I like them. I like um, The Universal. It's a good song. They're incredible. And, you yeah. know, they're so diverse. They've changed so much. Um, Radiohead. Still haven't seen them live. I've... I've... I just... It just annoys me that I haven't seen them because I've loved them since I was 15. Yeah. And I've, you know, I missed once Tom York did a special appearance in Glastonbury in a place I was there five minutes before and then I left. It was in the park in Glastonbury. I'll always remember remember the moment. I was like, I'm hot. I might as well go back to my tent. And he played. And I was so angry with myself. If I stayed there for five minutes, I would have seen Tom York. So my honourable mentions are mm. similar to you, bands that I would go and see live if they came to my town or groups that I would go and see if I came to my town. Um, Radiohead. Yeah. They were my favourite band for a long time. And I still love them, but I don't have the feel, the connection with them that I do with bands that I've talked about today, particularly National mm. Idols. 
Mm. Um, but obviously, I still adore them. Weezer, again, <laughs> I yeah. love them. Weezer. I love I love Weezer, I, but they've been too inconsistent uh, over the years. Oh goodness, yeah. Uh, but I do. I still adore them. Uh, Tool, mm. Arctic Monkeys, mm-hmm. Death Grips. Okay, I don't know them. They're like a. They're a hip hop. They're a hip hop group. Um, mm. but they're like a very mm, intensely odd hip hop group. But I like them. Manic Street Preachers. Oh. <laughs> Slipknot. Ah. <laughs> uh, Ah, no, I was thinking about Manic Street Preachers. Yeah, I like them. Mm. They're good. Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Oh, I like them. Yeah, they're really I, good. I, I saw them. I saw him. At Glastonbury? Yeah. Or... yeah. I was, Very good. I was meant to go and see him in March, and I mm. it got... It, hopefully it'll happen next year. It got corona it, it got covid it up. Um, R.E.M.? Okay. They were the first band I ever really fell in love with. Mm. Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Rammstein. <laughs> okay. Uh, who I was meant to go and see. Again, I was meant to go and see them. I, of, of this list, I was meant to see Weezer. I was mm. meant to see Nick Cave. I was meant to see Rammstein. And I was meant to see the next band, Faith No More, and they all got cancelled. But yeah, Faith No More. Um, and yeah, that's my honourable mentions list. I love all of those bands. I'd go and see them if they came to my city, but they didn't quite make my top five. Hmm. There we are. Very good. Mm. So, so, homework time. Yeah, so for next time, what would you like me to listen to from your list? The only ones that you haven't heard from my list, I think, is the band Polisa. Mm, Polisa. My number five. So I would recommend you to listen what to them. What album should I listen to? Oh, I would go for the first one. The first which one. is um, Give You the Ghost. Give You the Ghost. And also, I will listen to if you have time to music for the long emergency. I think that with um, with the stargaze, uh, so on Spotify isn't it's under stargaze rather than police. But if you put the the title right. of the cool, yeah, good, yeah. Or if you want, you can listen to all. There's only four albums. There are only four. Yeah, albums. I mean, I'll, I'm going to start there and see four. how I go. But yeah. No, five albums. Yeah. There are five albums, yeah. Good, good, good. Not four. Uh, okay, I'll listen to Polisa. Uh, of my list, again, there's only one, I think, that you haven't really ever listened to. So, you need to listen to Ghost, please. Ghost, yes. yes. Uh, start okay. with the most recent album, Prequel. Um, Prequel. Rats, Dance Macabre, there's loads of songs. If you like, <laughs> if you like Prequel, then go to Meliora, which is the album before it. Okay. And then just see how you do. Oh, and there's a, there's a song okay. from an EP, which is probably their best song, called Square Hammer. So maybe listen to that, actually, Square first. Hammer. Square Hammer. Okay. Or oh, it's such a Square. big, powerful song. Hammer. Square Hammer. So, yeah, Ghost. Have a listen to Ghost and let me know what you think. They're, they're, I they're will. pretty fun. Just, you know, just just fun. Like Queen, actually. I could, there's similarities. Between, you'll probably get really annoyed listening to them now and thinking, 
I'd compare them to Queen. But, you know, in terms yeah, of like... probably. So I'll, pro- I'll probably hate them already. Just fun music. Just fun and exciting okay. music, yeah? Uh, is what Ghost mm. are, so yeah. But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to listening to Polisa because I'd never heard of them and you really sold them. So, good, good. Good. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah! Fantastic. Okay. Thank you, folks. Join us next time when we will be discussing uh, what we thought of Ghost and Polisa, and then we'll be running down our top five solo acts, musical acts, solo, solo musical artists. artists. That's going to be very it's hard. It's pretty tough. I made it, and then yeah. I... Well, I mean, we'll talk about more next week, but I made a list, and then I went on my last FM and looked at people who I listened to, and I was like, oh, you know what, actually, this is more difficult mm. than I thought. It's very difficult, yeah. I think, because um, there's quite a, a lot... Of, uh, I'd be listening more to solo artists, so yeah, it's uh, got to be very difficult, but you know. That's life. It's going to be fun. Yes. That's life, everybody. Okay. Bye. Bye. As always, thank you for having listened. You can find us in the following places online if you'd like to join the discussion. You can find us on Facebook at Culture Bucket Podcast. You can find our Facebook discussion group under Culture Bucket Bucket Squad. You can find us on Twitter under at CultureBucketPod. Instagram is CultureBucketPodcast. And our email address is CultureBucketPodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to find out our movie lists, you can go to Letterboxd and look at CultureBucket. And please do let us know if you have any thoughts on what we've discussed today. All right. Thank you very much. Love you. Bye.